0: Thank you, disembodied intro voice, and welcome back to Interest of Person. It's been a bit of a hiatus, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been a while. I've been real busy. As Jeff Goldblum would say in Jurassic Park, a uh, uh, life uh, uh, finds a way. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for listening in the first four episodes. People have told me that this show was in their Spotify end of year thing, which just puts a big smile on my face. I appreciate all of you for listening in. We're going to have more episodes in 2020. Um, we're going to keep going, but today is a very special episode for me. This is our first episode with a guest, and the guest is my favorite person. It's my fiance Olivia, and today we're going to be talking about one of our favorite topics that of a show that we love to watch together, RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to talk about the regular seasons, we're going to talk about the all-stars, we're going to talk about our experiences with the show, we're going to talk about people we've met that have been involved with the show. It's gonna be great. But yeah, let's let's introduce our first guest of the entire show, my fiance, Olivia. Olivia, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me on. I really have been enjoying the past episodes. Oh, thanks.
0: I appreciate that. I mean, don't feel obligated to do it just because you're my fiance, but I appreciate you listening.
1: <laughs> so I got to dial back on the compliment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. So I had known of the show's existence, but I didn't start watching until we moved in together, basically. But I wanted to know when, when did you first get into the show? What, like, what was, what was the first season you saw live?
1: I think the first season I saw live was season three. So I think it might have been like two years or three years after I graduated from college back in 2011. Okay. And I started watching it a bit when I lived in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I was living by myself and I was paying for cable. These, this was years ago before streaming became popular.
0: <laughs> what, c- cable? What, what is what is what is this what is this thing called cable? <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah. Okay. So you were living in Atlanta. You were you were a few years out of college and you got into season three. And that was Raja's season, right? Yeah, that okay. was the
1: season with Raja. hmm And Raja happens to be my favorite drag performer. Well,
0: there you go. It it, it 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 was destiny. It was your first season watching. I think. I mean, I'm I am assuming that has almost something to do with it. Like that was your first. Foray into the the show and the, like her work kind of hit you First so it's like it makes the biggest impact. Yeah,
1: for sure and just even like set a precedent of like even the future seasons to come on and when, After I watched that season it was only three in that I watched the previous two and just even seeing from like one to three Yeah, there was a drastic change and then just three to like now we see that humongous change whether oh, yeah. it's like production value and even like sponsorship involvement it's yeah it's really skyrocketing yeah
0: yeah So, so tell us about like kind of what the show used to be and kind of like where like what do you what have you noticed that has changed in this show
1: um i've seen a lot more um I mean there's been a lot more variety of queens and okay. um, I think like even in the beginning like even from three there's kind of like two stark differences which were like pageant queens but then also like your club kids from like the late 80s early 90s type and it was kind of like uh, them versus them okay. in the early seasons but yeah. now as more have come you see like so many different, um, like hybrid of Queens, like kind of like, kind of tuning into their own style and personality. I'm sure, you know, there's influences from both pageant and club kids, but it's really neat to see like what each queen like represents. Like we've got some like grunge Queens over here. We've got some like other Queens who focus on high fashion, which is really interesting as
0: well. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because, like, I mean, I'm a, as you know, of course, I'm a wrestling fan, and it, it, they seem to follow s- somewhat similar to their paths in that, like, the older wrestlers, like, back in the day, it was a very, like, straightforward thing, and people kind of had their clicks, and now they kind of are constantly evolving and almost trying to outdo the last generation.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, yeah. Like,
0: I mean, because I started watching this show, it was All-Star Season 3, so that's, like, a pretty high bar for my expectations like I'm going in watching this show with people who would already done a season at least and they're coming back and they have already they've made a name for themselves and they have money and they can do better stuff and then I went into season 10 I think and it was just a different experience because these people were just who were just kind of trying to make their way but yeah and then I like after like now that we've had access to like the VH1 and they put it on Hulu Watching the old seasons, it's such a, it's a a much more, almost, like, muted feel to it. Like, everything seems so much more, like, low-key. I mean, especially with the fact that I think you said that, like, they were using folding chairs in the first season.
1: Yeah, like, even just looking at it, they really made it, like, a low production. I get it, because they, at the time, they were probably trying to sell it as a pilot. So, you know, just giving at least the gist of the idea of, like, what this competition show would look like, at least. And it's, like, it's clearly featured on, like, the competitors, the queens themselves. So it's like, we're not going to, like, folding tables, folding chairs will do.
0: Yeah, it's like, they want to get the product out. They don't really care. And then that first season, how it looks, they just, they want to put out a thing that can also kind of, it's especially important that it kind of helps make people more aware of this community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like with the show itself and I even think like social media with like Twitter and Instagram has helped like oh yeah. Um just bring like, you know, more attention to individual performers and for the show itself. Like any other T V network show a lot of help with social media. Yeah.
0: And that's funny, that that's you bring that up, there's another thing that kind of came from the evolution of the show is because of social media, you'll get queens who are strictly known for their like Instagram accounts.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very interesting um, set of um, just drag queens themselves of Um, you know whether it's like they have a big social media presence and I think like as you've watched the show and see it's more than just looks to get you to become America's next like drag superstar yeah there's so many other components to it they want to see if you can like if you're funny if you're engaging you can sing you can dance you can make impersonations like there's just (laughs) so many layers to it
0: yeah and it's kind of fascinating like because of the evolution, the shows, I mean, the sh- the, we've seen 11 seasons and, f- is it four, four all-star seasons? I, yeah, four. And now they've had UK, and I'm, I think they have, they have other ones that are yeah, out there. Yeah,
1: they have um, one in Southeast Asia. It's either the Philippines or Thailand. I'm okay. trying to remember yeah. which one. Yeah, we
0: can look that up later. Yeah,
1: or if you know it, just let us yeah. know.
0: <laughs> in into person pod on Twitter or interest of person pod at gmail.com.
1: Also, I could be wrong about both of those. Please, please correct
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have a correction section at the end of, at the beginning of the next episode. If, if there's anything you, you tell us that needs to be fixed. But yeah, like, um, it's funny, like, watching and knowing how many seasons there have been and seeing, like, when people aren't prepared for certain aspects of the show, and, and in my brain I'm just like, if you haven't paid attention, to the fact that this one thing or another happens every season, why are you here? Like, I mean, specifically, I mean, for those of you out there, this is one part of the show. It's kind of, I'd say, almost midway through the season when they've kind of gotten rid of the people who are not as like ready for the stage. Called the Snatch Game. It's it's a parody of the Match Game, and each each drag queen has to mimic a celebrity or someone in pop culture or like a character or some sort of popular figure and does, like, the match game is trying to match answers with the two contestants and try to be funny and entertaining. And there are some queens who are strictly about their looks but, like, if you're coming into this competition, you have to know they literally do this every single season. So to not come into it knowing that there's gonna be one and then not having something ready is always baffling to me.
1: It is. It's very crazy. I'm just trying to remember the season. It might have been... Uh, I feel like it's season four where um, RuPaul's the most uncomfortable snatch game. Just okay. there were so many queens. Yeah, it was like the derail of all snatch games, okay. where it was like you know there they should know like what to come with, and I think the challenging part some queens will crush onto some like very popular um, like. Uh, Divas like music yeah. divas like people will le- like lean on Beyonce or they'll oh, lean cool. on Lady Gaga yeah. and all that and I'm like They're very talented stellar performers, but we as like people we've only seen them as the performer self We've never seen them as like a personality necessarily
0: yeah. yeah, you mentioned Beyonce and I remember I think it was I believe it was Asia O'Hara who did it in her season and like she kind of was just doing her own voice and kind of was being very like like, up, up and about. When Beyonce Knowles, as a person, you never really see her, like, like, shouting and yelling at people. She's got a very sort of pulled-back personality because I think it's because she puts so much energy in her, in her music and performance that her life, or at least the way she carries herself when she's, like, being interviewed or talking is much more subdued. So it's like when people, like, pick her, I'm like, I get it from a very... One note standpoint, she is a she has an incredible big personality on stage. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to be a character in this game, it doesn't quite translate.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, even with that, and kind of like going off when like queens are selecting their um snatch game per, like um impersonations when they don't go with their gut feeling and they oh, go with the course. other one that one that one kills me yeah. so much that it's like you always trust your gut yeah. and if you feel that you have the best and i i know it's a competition show so each one is like you know and i'm sure editing come and is involved but when people are trying to persuade each other to do like the like the one specific person they Think they won't be as strong as I mean, because yeah. like, it's it's a competition show and all that. But and I'm just a very firm believer that you always just go with your gut.
0: Yeah, because I think yeah in UK they um it was it was I think Bag of Chips and Davina DeCambo wanted to be Margaret Thatcher.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And then and then Davina was not sure about it and then went with something else. And it was not nearly as exciting. I don't know what her Margaret Thatcher would have been like, but she kind of, her her Snatch Game was not that exciting at all. Yeah. Whereas Becca Chips, like, soared as Margaret Thatcher and now has the that digital show with the Vivian, who was Trump, which was a great impression, but I think I'm kind of done with I, ever seen I'm a Trump, Trump, Trump impression. Now.
1: I'm trumped out. I,
0: I, I never need another Trump impression ever again in the history of the world. I mean there are people who are very good at it. I, lo- I love Anthony Tamanuk who did it on the president show over Comedy yeah. Central. And
1: even the Vivian's impression was very good. Was I think I think it's just this presidential year is very draining. It, and
0: the whole process the has whole, been exhausting.
1: Yeah and just everyone just leaning on like a Trump impersonation to get through this. All right, catch us for that next episode where we'll talk about... Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> We'll do a, polit- a political show. A political in show. In 2020, that be... All right, right, we'll reel
1: it back in with RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race. Um,
0: so, yeah, so your first season was season three, but what what do you consider one or two of your your favorite seasons? Like, when they were... Like, when the cast was on point, the this, the... The different um, challenges were on point. It just felt, like, so good. Like, what, what would you say is some of your... Or, or some of the ones that are, like, had the most notoriety for being some of the best seasons of the show?
1: Um, I feel like... And again, this is my complete own opinion, and everyone may have their own. Um, I think one of my favorite seasons was with... Um, uh-huh. Bianca Del Rio, Adora Delano, and Courtney Act because Adora Delano was the underdog. And I love a good underdog story where you don't know, like someone who's very fresh, um, maybe a little newer to the scene, but they brought something so different to the table where um, other queens um, didn't necessarily have that pizzazz to it. And I just loved um, Adore, and Adore also has such a beautiful, booming, singing voice.
0: Okay, and I didn't know that.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think um, Adore like, auditioned for American Idol, or... Oh, wow. Yeah, we might have to fact check that, but I feel like that's um, one of the things, and just like, overall, and just like the attitude of like, I'm going to do my own thing, I'm going to stay true to myself, really got like got her very far into yeah. the
0: competition. I, I was looking at. I think it's season six. Oh, okay. Which I, I haven't seen, so I think that's one of the ones that they've kept off of like, uh, st- like Hulu and VH1. So you have to like, excuse me, you have to like go to Amazon and like physically buy it. Oh
1: gosh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. it's worth it. Yeah, I think you should I'll buy. Check uh, yeah, it out. it's definitely worth it.
0: Except yeah, because yeah, I've watched in such a very strange order. I think I watched season three of All Stars, season ten of the regular season. And season four of All-Stars, season 11, and then I've been going backwards. So I, I, at this point, I've seen seasons three and five and All-Stars one and two. So I've seen like eight seasons at this point. Yeah. But not in any good order. It's it's all nonsense, so it's like it's very strange. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say there's no particular order. I would just say like stay through a season and which oh, it yeah, sounds yeah. like what you're yeah. doing is just going through a whole season. It doesn't necessarily yeah. um but it's very cool to see like the very early seasons and see like how big it's gotten. Like even like from the logo days oh, yeah. to now on VH1, yeah, um, you know, wider audience. You can even see some of the changing in stylistic and presentation of it when they leaped onto like a bigger network.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what what do you think about the process that that went from logo, which was a small network, but was strictly geared toward like the the LGBT community, to now being on VH1, which is a little more mainstream?
1: Um, I think the heighten of like. Competition cattiness is definitely much more higher in the VH1, but I think that's just for ratings and all that just from seeing that and maybe even more um, influence of like um, producers trying to pull information to, you know, like any other competition show. like pulling, um, you know, some more um, information from competitors and obviously editing does a lot of stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. look into, like a villain. Yeah, exactly. And like, I know like queens have been very vocal over um, a couple episodes of like just editing techniques that have happened that have made them in like some sort of image and even with the help of social media of like understanding like where they're coming from and all that and like what happened is kind of cleared up there and um even like with uh sponsorships too as well like um i've noticed even from the logo in earlier um seasons that they were more like local sponsorships oh like, yeah yeah we'll never forget anastasia beauty beauty oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> beverly hills yes <laughs> which I, we were we're gonna name
1: our first child
0: actually oh anastasia. <laughs> yeah middle name beverly hills exactly last name <laughs> Aguilera.
1: Aguilera. <laughs> and um, I've noticed that, but then now with VH1, they've definitely gotten bigger sponsors, and even like in Logo, they had like a big partnership with like Absolute Vodka. Yeah. And um, uh, I've just seen like much more um, bigger. Even the cash prize has gotten bigger too. Oh yeah,
0: because yeah. I remember at one point it was like it was seventy-five, and then it went up to a hundred thousand, which is a lot of money.
1: Yeah, but it, again, this money will help further like winners careers whether it's like spending it on materials getting them booking agents yeah. like it it goes a far long way Which is really neat to see and then they end up like touring with the company like the whole group Oh, yeah, they do yeah.
0: The, the whole season tour. Yeah, yeah, I always see those pop up on the in like if you follow one of them on Instagram They're just constantly posting pictures with their 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 fellow season uh, competitors. Yeah. And it's just like months of them just touring around the Yeah. The world. touring around the world which like is they wild. Ju- they
1: go everywhere. Yeah. Like I see like I've seen like Brazil, I've seen like countries in Europe, yeah. like they're just everywhere. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's 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 so fascinating because I mean, obviously like I, we've said I've only gotten in this this world since we've moved in together, which was less than 2 years ago, but I have been become such a huge fan of the of the show because it I mean it does kind of hit a lot of the same notes for me as wrestling does where it's like there's like it's it's men dressing up in in a in a degree that kind of accentuates like stereotypes of certain concepts and there's good guys and bad guys and there's like there's storylines and there's drama and mm-hmm. there's competition and like it, it can it can be like a very physically like it's It just fits so many of the things that that I've thought are fascinating, but I really love watching the characters. I love like getting to like see the nuances of certain people. And there's some people that just like stick out and then there's some people you can see right away are like, okay, they're not gonna get too far. (laughs) Like even just I mean, I don't know what the scene's like in, in the UK, but watching that season live and like the first episode you see like two or three people and you're like, okay right away, you're like I don't think they're going to make it further. like <laughs> yeah. other seasons, it's kind of, for me at least, it's been like, okay, it's, it, let's see who makes it further. I feel like out of all the seasons I've watched, UK had the most, like, these are the tops, these are the bottoms, this is how this show is pretty much going. Which doesn't seem to be the case for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, this was just—I we. I feel like both of us, as watching, we were able to kind of predict how it would go. Like, when you you knew the Vivian and Bag of Chips and Davina were gonna be somewhere in the top because of just like the way they showed off what they could do in the first like two episodes alone. Yeah,
1: those they're they're really strong competitors. Yeah, like when they were going against each other, I was not really sure who would like take the crown. Those yeah, three were very excellent.
0: But then you had like you had someone like. Uh, like scaredy cat, who was like, like a, a a dude who had been doing it for like nine months with his girlfriend, and just the nervousness and kind of you could you could get a, a vibe that this person was not quite ready for the main stage. Yeah. Mhm. Um, but no, like, but like with other seasons, you you're like I've definitely been like, who's like who are they gonna pick? Like, who's, what's going on? And like, obviously they'll throw a twist here and there, especially in All Stars, because that gets real catty. Especially because, like, they eliminate each other.
1: Yeah, it, it gets pretty, like, intense with All-Stars because they're picking out people who were, like, the strongest, the top two, you know, aside from, like, like in the competition, like, the top two people, and um, they just all put them together, and they're just as um, equally, like, fierce and very well with their drag performance and personas.
0: Yeah, yeah so uh, for those of you at home who don't quite understand stand what we're talking about on All Stars as of I think the second season they started doing a thing where instead of like on the regular seasons the bottom two or however many performers will be put placed on the stage and will have to lip sync for their lives. So they'll have to lip sync and perform a song that they've been listening to in front of RuPaul and, and her fellow judges but in the and then whoever does the better performance stays another week, and the other person gets sent home. But they've also done some double saves and double eliminations. But we'll talk about that later. But what I wanted to say is for All Stars, the people that perform the lip sync are the top two usually, right? I think. That's,
1: yeah, I think it's from top two. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then they will have someone's name in their dress, and like, in, like, a, lo- a little, like, a black rectangular thing with a name so they'll pop up and that person gets lipstick. I think
1: it's supposed to be lipstick. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. it's lipstick.
0: Sorry, yeah. I, I forgot that that was lipstick. But, yeah, like, so, it's, a lot of the seasons, they'll be like, oh, we gotta do it fair based on who has the most wins and losses, and then that one person doesn't follow that rule, and everyone's like, oh, you're awful. Why did you do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But, like, At a certain point, you kind of have to go away from that rule because it's a competition. There's a lot of money on the line. If you don't go that way, you might be the person getting eliminated.
1: Yeah, it it truly, it could be anyone's game when it comes to All-Stars. That one, I think, I'm usually on the edge of my seat just because, like, it could be anyone's game, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the standard, like, rules of we're thinking of like oh like based on their um record and all this it could be alliances that are being formed in there too it's it's just a mesh mix of what like anything could happen
0: yeah speaking of alliances i think we should talk about relaska talks
1: (laughs) this is something
0: this it it feels like it felt like a wrestling faction for me, which is like a group that just like associates and kind of like takes down their uh, rest of their opponents, but kind of it, they they're in it for themselves up until they have to be in it for themselves as a solo, and then it kind of falls apart. Because I had never seen this, and then you showed me. Was it season five?
1: I think it was season. Yes, yeah, so that, that was yeah. the last
0: of the season, and it's it's crazy. Because they basically, uh, like, worked together to help get rid of everyone else. Mm -hmm. And then it was the three of them and Jinx Monsoon.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Jinx. (laughs) Oh, Jinx is
0: great. But then in the end, they all wound up screwing themselves because they were too aligned, and then Jinx took the crown.
1: Yeah, but I did like that, like, I mean, this made for a good storyline, too, was, like, eventually, like, that trio, like... Broke because Alaska was like, "Okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, I'm done playing like middle school girlfriend type yeah. of thing," and got to do her own path. And then like later on, you see Alaska back on All Stars, and then like, who freaking takes it all anyways? Yeah, so,
0: and like yeah, I didn't realize when you were telling me that Alaska won a season her season of All Stars that. The whole Alaska Talks thing comes. Why it coming back into that like Final Four? Mm-hmm. S- spoiler alert for those people who haven't watched. We've been doing a
1: lot of spoilers I mean, yeah, we were,
0: So it's, far, I, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> we, we were. Yeah, we. I mean, it's it's a reality show. This stuff's already out there. It's not like it's it's not like it's Breaking Bad. This is a competition show. It's fun to go back and watch because you can see the growth of people. But um, but yeah, when like when, when I noticed that Alaska talks was back in the All Star season, I'm like, and then they start mentioning it, and then Alaska's like, the last time that any that this happened to me, we all lost. So I'm gonna do my own thing again and mm-hmm. figure this out, and, and wind up winning. Like, yeah, that, that happened. Um, yeah, like I, I it's all these like every there's a few that really stick out for me that I that I I'm a big fan of. I, Alaska has. Has the most incredible character that I that that sticks out for me. I think personally, her her voice with the vocal fry can can be a little grating. It just sounds like, uh, yeah, I I do this, and it's it, it like. I think there's there's a certain there's a certain threshold to keep hearing that same sound in my brain. I I, I I love Alaska's Alaska. voice so much. <laughs> yeah, she's great.
1: That I think might be my ASMR is just hearing Alaska just like Audrey Like I yeah. I love that. I love that voice
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah. Well we'll have to do an ASMR episode. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I there's so many interesting characters and I'm curious to see what the show have does next. Uh, I'm assuming they'll be coming out with the uh, like a season of All Stars soon.
1: I would imagine. Yeah, and I know. I think they're doing auditions for the new season coming okay. up. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Sometimes I, I'm I'm I kind of am a little confused as to why they would put out the All Star season before the regular season. Like, cause they they start the at least the last two that we've watched. Mm-hmm. The regular season started basically a week or two after All Stars. And you kind of set a high bar putting out all-stars where people who have come back, who have that money, who have the uh, accessibility to materials. And then the very next thing you watch are people who, like, have to, like, scratch and claw their way to get materials Mm -hmm. and, like, put together a dress. So it, it is kind of an interesting dynamic. I think if it were the opposite way, it would be... It, it's almost like it would be almost like a build-up where it's like okay You're seeing people who are just kind of getting their way Oh, and here's the people who've been doing it for years have already done a season have already made their mark in drag And are now ready to finally win the gold
1: Yeah, and even now to kind of like going back to like seeing the evolution of like the show itself now with the popularity of just Drag performance and having it be, and the show itself, they're like pumping it out like every like yeah. minute, like it, there is no break in between. I remember back then it would be a solid, you know, couple like, you know, winter and <laughs> spring would pass. And then yeah. like a new season would start. And that was like a nice refreshing thing. But now with the popularity of it, it is just constantly coming out, whether it's like all stars, new season, a season in another country, yeah. it's just becoming like, um, you know, a major, um, I, I just like the supply and demand of it, yeah. essentially.
0: Sometimes I worry that that might oversaturate the market and kind of almost make it harder to like really appreciate the show because you're seeing it constantly so it's like just a stream of just like okay content 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 mm-hmm. we live in a world where that's just how things yeah are. i was gonna
1: say that's just how it is with a lot of things yeah and like, I especially mean, with now um, with stream like the streaming yeah. platforms and then all that
0: yeah because i definitely i mean I, it's funny i said that but then i basically had like drag race withdrawal and that's why i went <laughs> went back and watched all those old seasons i'm like i need i need to i need to like watch these other seasons to like basically fill the the void that was left after the mm-hmm. the current airing seasons ended. And then I, when they mentioned UK coming out, I'm like I need to watch Drag Race UK. I don't know <laughs> if I'll understand any of it, but because like all the celebra- a lot of the celebrities are very like UK specific, but I still it was it was just like it fed that need for, to just watch Drag Race. That's <laughs> that's where I'm at this. Feed my point. need
1: for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, one thing I want to talk, I mean, briefly, we can talk about is con, which is such a fascinating yeah. evolution in that it has grown to the point where they can do this in multiple cities and fill out convention centers with just drag queens and people who love drag.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and not to be confused, because there is... <laughs> there is drag con but then the way that i'm like i'm thinking and hearing this i keep hearing dragon con <laughs> oh yeah
0: that's a, that's, a, that's a comic convention
1: that's a comic convention this but that's is, just me where i'm like it's like drag con yeah not this is con.
0: rupaul's DragCon. <laughs> so yeah there is a convention um it's something to it's a a sight to see i i we haven't seen it in person honestly
1: it's on my bucket list yeah we need to like we have have to go go. yeah
0: definitely i mean they do it at this the convention center in l.a we're gonna go at some point um especially now that i'm like fiending for more drag (laughs) give me more drag i
1: just i love that there is like a convention for um like for drag performance and especially now with it becoming more popular and just like having the recognition that it's long has deserved. It's been like, you know, forever. I mean, RuPaul basically is like the face like started yeah. like it all. And just those club kids from like back in the day who like did this in their in like the underground clubs. And then also just a way to like give society a middle finger to what gender Means yeah. and all that and then now there's like a convention where it's like all of them are
0: giving middle fingers yeah. towards
1: it And I love it so much
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is it is so incredible and it's such an amazing Sort of community and so fascinating and I feel like I've become closer with people. I was already friends with Because of it like knowing about drag like one of my co-workers uh, My friend Simon like we become so much closer just to be able to talk about the drag race seasons as they air and then, as I was doing my re- my first watch of the older seasons, and just like, basically like doing like a live play-by-play for him, like texting him when I saw something happen, like when um, oh, when Mimi I'm first lifted that one performer over her head in a fireman's carry, and I'm like, that's insane! How yeah. have I never heard of this? And I text him, and and we'll hear about that. Um, so I I'm, I'm I'm excited to see the more seasons. I hope that I hope the quality of the show stays as good as it has been. I think the way we can cap this off is talking about our in-person experiences. But specifically talking about we were at the Creative Arts Emmys cuz I, I work on the show Bob's Burgers and we got to go cuz we were nominated this year. And we saw RuPaul at the the pre-show party in the hotel next door and holy cow
1: it was it was like rupaul was floating that's the best way i could describe like he was just like floating with his entourage like like it was a magnet it was like a unicorn in the
0: forest moment he's like it looked like i mean i'm on the short side but he looked seven feet tall (laughs) and he had the most incredibly vibrantly colored suit and it was just like like, an angel walked in. Like, like he was just... He stood head and shoulders above the rest of everyone. And there were people who were, like, standing up on, like, a little, like, platform. And he was still taller than them.
1: Yeah, it, it's really quite a sight. And I guess I have I have people that I know that see him quite a bit around West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Um, I've officially called him the unofficial mayor of West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> just because so many people see him yeah. around. And... Um, they, they all say the same thing It's just like, he's very, um, majestic, just holds himself so well. Yeah. No, has like just such grace when (laughs) like walking to a coffee shop, (laughs) like just like that type of thing. Just an
0: incredible (laughs) human being. So yeah, we saw Rue at the pre-show party and we were like, holy cow. And then when we went to the actual show, we noticed that Brooklyn Heights and Nina West, who were on the most recent season that got nominated for an, for Emmys, were at the event in full drag, at, at the award ceremony, and then were at the after party. And when we were walking around the after party, we noticed Nina West, and we really loved what she did. And she won Miss Congeniality, which is like, basically like, the person is not isn't isn't the the winner of the prize, but they're like the person who is the most beloved in that season, right? Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much, I, yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of towards the end, you can kind of figure out who it's gonna be. Mhm. Like the season before, it was Mon- Monet Exchange, who was my favorite from that season. Yeah. Bronx represent. Come <laughs> on. Um. But yeah, so we saw Nina West walking around, and I like was I was getting so. Starstruck, Like, I've been working in entertainment long enough where, like, actors don't get me starstruck, really, but the people who get me starstruck nowadays are professional wrestlers and drag queens. <laughs> so we saw Nina West across the way, and somehow uh, the, the person who was kind of her wrangler knew our friend Simon or had talked to him at some point, and we, were, we went up to him, and then he introduced us to Nina and I started like shaking and talking. And then I mentioned that we worked on Bob's and then it began this whole crazy thing of us just having a conversation with Nina West. It was so surreal. And then like we got a picture and like we, we kept running, running into her throughout the night. It was so insane. How, how, how was your experience of that?
1: I mean, it was like, it was seeing a celebrity. It yeah. felt, it was really cool to see. And like, um, Nina was really sweet, very cool, very psyched about Bob. Yeah. Very excited about she, that. Uh, is
0: apparently he's <laughs> a big fan and we're still trying to um, talk to her and see if she can come hang out at the, the office. Yeah,
1: like overall very sweet. I just remember the photo because I think Nina... Posted the photo. And one of my high school classmates that I haven't talked to in forever, like tagged me in the photo because <laughs> he follows nina yeah. west and i'm like oh thank you and like and then it was just funny because i think it was on like facebook and every parent is on facebook and my mom was like who is this beautiful lady <laughs> and like all this and i'm just like oh that's nina west <laughs> like all this and it was just very funny to see but yeah not like interacting with nina was like seemed it was very sweet very sweet person yeah and,
0: she's incredible gave me the biggest hug i just like what what, just an incredible person who you could genuinely tell they are she is so excited to be where she is now and and is enjoying every minute of it and is is not letting it go to waste the fact that she is now uh, basically in the in the community that watches this show a household name like
1: oh yeah absolutely and such a great Harvey Fire Scene? Oh, yeah, that impression's great. Oh my gosh. Okay, Snatch Games. You gotta check out that one. That was really, really good.
0: And then, yeah, so, and then I was at another party, like a a few days later, because our friend, your former roommate, Kelsey, invited us to the the Comedy Central Emmy party, and I was there, and I saw Nina again. I was like, I wonder if she's gonna remember. And immediately, Stopped what she was doing to give me a hug and like talk to me and I was like this is so surreal like why are we this is I didn't imagine this happening But like just so much. It's just crazy and then she at one point wound up following us on like Instagram It's it's a very surreal experience and like I like me from like six years ago would have never thought I would have been so invested in drag queens But me now I love it so much and I'm so excited to just keep this fandom going for as long as possible
1: yeah and again like just with social media it's like really has put like drag um drag queens on the map even more um even when a couple years ago, when we went to like Chicago, oh yeah, and we saw I think Jasmine Masters yeah. was there, and even just like learning about like the local Chicago queens who I really enjoy. I remember Lucy Stool. Lucy Stool was a great performer. Okay. Um, I don't know if Lucy Stool still has like the beard okay. on her. Like yeah. it's just that that's I just love that like presentation and look.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of that's like a. a Adapting the idea of drag and kind of making it their own, yeah, and like kind of tilting it on its head, where it's like when you think of drag queens, you think of like men dressing and 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 in, in a way where they look completely like like the female form, mm-hmm. whereas like this person's like I'm gonna do what I want and I'm gonna keep a full beard, yeah, and that was the same with I, I believe it was Crystal, oh yeah, on from Drag Race UK, yeah, was UK. Like, I'm gonna keep my my. Chest hair. I'm gonna keep my armpit hair. Like I don't like. I don't need a set to set to go with these these norms yeah. that have been sort of set or implied. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. I I love I love drag race. I love drag queens. I'm so excited to see the where this goes next. And I'm just waiting for the next season, baby.
1: <laughs> what do you think for the next season you'll watch to kind of get your fix before the new season? Oh, I don't know.
0: I'm kind of honestly curious to watch season one.
1: you should I think you should watch it yeah I mean like it's only it's because of the production value like it's still a good competition it's still like great storylines there yeah it's like a really good they have good like storylines for each competitor through it it's just the it's just the production value yeah but it makes you like appreciate like how far the show has come
0: yeah yeah, I think I think that that will be my next my next watch. Probably over the holiday break, I'll I'll get some watching done. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they announce a new season soon. Yeah, I, I'm curious. And yeah, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's there's not really much else I wanted to talk about.
1: I mean, uh, we can start season one right now after we <laughs> end this. We probably will. Why, why wait till the break? Yeah. Let's do it now. Okay.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I think that, yeah, let's do it. Why not? Anyway, Olivia, thank you for being my first guest on the show. Of
1: course. Thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. Um, Yeah,
0: I can't wait to do more episodes. You'll be back on multiple times. I mean, we live together. And we have more interesting in common. Just have your
1: people go through my people. Oh, of that's, course. Yeah, that's yeah. all I ask.
0: I'll, I'll shoot you a text. <laughs> or I'll just turn on the bed and say, hey, babe, do you want to do another podcast? I'll just
1: turn back and be like, please reach my
0: agent. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Again, into person pod on Twitter, interestsofpersonpod at gmail.com. I'm the true H man on Twitter. So before we go, do you have anything you would like to plug?
1: uh yeah uh i we we have a monthly stand-up show um at junior high called cold cereal Mm -hmm. um our show is currently on hiatus but we'll be back in february 2020 for our three-year anniversary show and um if you want to follow me on social media my instagram handle is at olivia newton juan (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, instead of Olivia Newton John, Olivia Newton Juan.
1: Yes, exactly. The the translations yeah. you can say. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think your Twitter is Aguilar Olivia.
1: Yes, Aguilar yeah. Olivia. Yeah.
0: Great. And anything else you uh, you want to plug?
1: Um, just keep watching RuPaul's Drag Race. There you it's go. so good, and I just hope it just becomes even bigger. For it, I think it's a overall show that shows like beauty in um a community and just like really spreads around um the art and like goodness of drag
0: performance for like everyone (laughs) yeah for sure awesome well thanks again for coming thank you for having me on the show of course and then thank you everyone for listening and uh you'll hear from us soon take care Bye. Uh, Oh, that's an Alaska bye. 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 (laughs) Ivy Winters. Ivy Winters.
1: Bye.